Ladies and gentlemen, it's DJ Incredible Hulk. Beep, 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 beep. This is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. Cue the music. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Cantar Major. And I am the master commander of Michael Lister with Pipe. Yes, <laughs> now with a whole new Pipe. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yeah. Yes, experiencing it through the new medium of not Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't get meta on this show anymore, do we? Not about the meta well, life. I crapped up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I crapped it up. You, you, no, he's I, fine. I blame them. I blame them solely. Um, yes. Well, hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it mm-hmm. greatly. Um, so Thank let's you. let's let's dive in and mm-hmm. start as we do. By checking in with the weekly watchings. Fulia, yeah. what have you got for us? I haven't really done much watching apart from, you know, continuing my MASH marathon. Um, I, yes, Michael? Sorry, I was just going to sing it, but I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> Suicide is painless. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, one thing that I did watch was a documentary on Netflix uh, that came out recently, and it's called Inside the Mind of a Cat, and it was very interesting. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, the Just the way that they move, they talk about how their spines have a lot of um, like cushioning, mm-hmm. so that the way that they twist and turn in those really awkward looking positions they where they're not they look it looks uncomfortable to us but they're fine <laughs> they can um, creep under doors yeah and they can fit through small holes <laughs> to get to places yeah and it's all because of that spine which is really interesting it's, wow. it's almost like they've got double jointed joints all over their body wow yeah there you go it's essentially how they described it it was really interesting. Nice. Um, and they sort of talk about the cat's behavior with um, their owner and between strangers and all that sort of stuff. And the fact that, you know, whether they land on all fours <laughs> and also um, also the fact that they're not always, de- they're not always independent. They do love their owners. Mm-hmm. Yes. There is a misconception about cats being, you know, nonchalant and not wanting to be with their owners all the time. Apparently, they love their owners. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's some um, catter, cat, catter, propaganda cat. Cat propaganda? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to combine it all. Catapaganda. 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 
Uh, so yeah it was a very interesting uh, documentary and nice. uh, I would definitely recommend it also teaches if you do have a pet cat does teach you a few things about how to train them and all that sort of stuff oh cool all right um so it's definitely worth definitely worth checking out fabulous and then the last thing that I will mention and I'm pretty sure you're gonna like this when I mention this uh, I actually watched the the, my, the first time I got to watch an episode of Lego Masters US. Oh! Yeah! Oh! How, how did you happen to uh, acquire uh, that uh, episode? Uh, a friend of mine in America streamed it for me. Oh. <laughs> on their oh. Twitch, on their Twitcheroo, or no, on Discord. Discord. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they 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 knew I was cool. sort of um, hanging out in uh, in the Discord because this weekend is Splatfest for Splatoon three, um, they and they were streaming and I was in their chat. They're like, "Hey, Foya, if you're free for about an hour, we can watch the first episode of season three. Of, oh, the new of, season. Yeah, their new season oh. of Lego Masters um, in the US. Oh, that's cool. Uh, oh. I have to say they have a bigger budget than us, which is very unfair. Wow. It's on. It's on the Fox Network in the US, so no surprise. It's very unfair. They get. They get all of the dang celebrities. Oh really? They get all. Well, they've got Will Arnett for a freaking host. Which like, is come on. Very cool. They've got. They've got an animation department for stop motion Lego. Oh wow. Yeah. So they. The first episode had Will Arnett in Lego form. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Speaking to two judges. They have two judges. They don't have one. They have two. Oh. Yeah. Two Lego certified experts. Lego. Lego. What do they call them? Um, build, master builders? Master builders. No, they, they gave him a different. Yeah, there's a name. It was master something, but it like it wasn't like Brickman. No. Brick, yeah, Brickman, that's his, his like yeah. mon- moniker, if yeah. you will. So, yeah. But okay. there's two judges. Two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Nice. There's 12 teams. Yep, that's a lot. Uh, which is a lot. Um, and, yeah, they apparently, uh, they they get little minifigs of their of the contestants. So that when they get voted off, they have to hand them in and put them, oh, away, put them away in a shelf. That's fucking Survivor <laughs> up in this. Yeah. Like, you know, blowing mm. out the torches. Not to mention, like I said, they've got an animation department. They're, um, when they're describing their builds, they have more animation than what we have. And then once the builds are done, they get stop motion animation for their dang builds. Yeah. What the hell is this? Come on, Channel 9. Yeah. Let's go. They got a bigger budget. First episode was about space. Oh, that's cool. They had to build spaceships. Oh, that's awesome. Of their own. Nice. Spaceship. And they had... We've done that build. Yes, I know. (laughs) We've done that build already. They got the opportunity to meet two freaking astronauts. One of them was in studio and mentioned that whoever won would have their build at the museum in... I forgot the name. But it's a a NASA museum. Yeah. Their, Their build would be there. I'm not sure where the NASA museum is. There might well there's there's a space, uh, it's like an aeronautics museum in Washington, DC. Maybe the, at the Smithsonian, there's like a whole. I maybe. think it might have been that one. Or it could be yeah, like Mike just said, it could be at Cape Canaveral that the Kennedy Space Center maybe because they have a whole thing when I went there. Yeah, like, not like a full on museum. Mm. 
So they, okay, they that's they fucking had, exciting. And they had an astronaut call in from space to do a time call. Of course. <laughs> wow. They spared no expense. No, they did not. Oh, yeah, the John Hammond of the TV world. Oh, no, my gosh. No, no, no. Jurassic Park's next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, next week's episode is Jurassic Park, and they got Chris Pratt on the show. Wait, wait, you weren't actually fucking kidding? No. Wow. Next week. You mean my have... joke? My joke came true. <laughs> yes. So when Mike was joking, the pre- actually the next ep- episode two of Lego Master season three in the US is gonna be dinosaur themed, and Chris Pratt's gonna be there. Oh my god! <laughs> I was well, gonna say I saw Will the preview for is it. actually Lego Batman. So. Lego. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. They gotta yeah. get Emmett. We yeah yeah we can. Uh, all right, we can end the show early, guys. So, <laughs> predicted the future Simpsons style. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Um, we, can, we can write this universe, can we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was actually a lot of fun to watch. The contestants are very creative with their builds. Um, and the, the winners that took it out were firefighters. Oh, cool. Where, you know how they've got their little Maltese cross? Yeah. Yeah. They, their spaceship was in the shape of that. Oh, um, and apparently their little little creative story for that is that they go around space putting out fires, which is really cute. Aww. Um, and, and they won. And it was a big spaceship. Like, out of all of the spaceships that were built, theirs was the biggest. Was it Kale Scale? No, it wasn't uh, that big. But it had to attach onto a huge-looking, like, space station. The, and it was built out of Lego as well. Yeah. And they had to attach it by like, like a small little section of Technic. They were like, they're lucky, like the, with the amount of that weight of Lego, how the hell that sort of stood up. It was interesting. Um, and then one team also got voted off already. In, in the, the first, first episode. Yeah, in the first episode. Oof, brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how long their season goes for, uh, but yeah. It was fun. It's outrageous if it's got 12, 12, contest- 12 yeah. teams. We have 10 usually Mm. And they have Mm. to stretch it out a little bit Is there more Bitchiness Oh well no There's a couple of Canadians in there as well Uh. So it's not just American teams It's also Canadians Um, And they try to trash talk They're too nice about it They couldn't Sorry (laughs) Sorry (laughs) Sorry about that Because <laughs> Will Arnett was just went up to them and it's like, we need to hear some trash talk from you. Because you Canadians, we hear you're too nice. <laughs> and got him to well, say, shut up your poser and give your balls a tug. No. <laughs> they were just like really lame sort of like quips. It's like, we're going to get you. We're going to wipe your asses with maple leaves. <laughs> And then after all that, Will and Ed's like, now say sorry to them. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> say sorry to them. <laughs> well, sorry we about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, no. It was, it sorry about def- It is a lot of fun. I have to admit, though, Will Arnett as a host is... He's, he's, no, no, he's no Hamish. He's no Hamish. Blake. He is no Hamish. I'm sure. And even, even like, the, t- the two... Because um, it wasn't just me and one the one that was hosting the the stream it was me and a few others yeah and they were also american 
Yeah, right. And because they've seen the Australian one, the mm-hmm. ones that I've watched the Australian Lego Masters with, mm-hmm. they're like, Will Arnett is not funnier than Hamish. Hamish is better. Uh-huh. They, they know Hamish is better. Good. But the voice, though. They don't really care about the voice. Oh. <laughs> Bojack Horseman, come on. <laughs> they Bad like man. Hamish better as a host yeah. for Lego Masters. Because <laughs> Will Arnett's like, he's... He's got a bit of a dry humour, to be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, like, he, he tries, but he tries. it's 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 not the same. Yeah. It's just not the same. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's been what I've been watching. Amazing. Yeah. Not a lot, but still fun. I lo- yeah. Not a lot, but I love it how you make it feel like a lot. Yeah, I know. Which is I, great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, they, ju- they, they met astronauts and... Yeah, I, I was like for the first like half an hour, like for the first half of the show, I was comparing. I'm like, damn oh, it, yeah. America, why? <laughs> Always gotta sp- go big, don't you? Here's our space Skype calls. I know, bitch. <laughs> All right, thank you, Fulia. You're welcome. Thank you very much, <laughs> Michael. Hello. What have, you, what have you been watching? I've uh, been watching a lot. Um, Watching my usuals, uh, starting with you know Rick and Morty, of course. Uh, I very much enjoyed this episode, and the questions that come up with it definitely yep. reminds me of Loki. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not for it, not for the good is reasons. Is it? Yeah, is it? Is it incest or is it masturbation? We don't mm. know. <laughs> they went on. They went into that. They did. Yeah. Well, uh, Beth and and her clone. Beth and Beth's clone hooked up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which I totally saw coming, by the way. Oh, yeah. 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 It was very Makes funny. you think, doesn't it? <laughs> if you had one chance, one opportunity, mum's spaghetti. Yep. <laughs> Would you uh, fuck yeah. yourself in the literal sense? No. Yeah. I did, I did not expect it to end on a high note, really. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it's for, it's more like sex positive, and I quite like it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, definitely been watching the Game of Thrones. Very interesting, and getting down to nitty gritty. Yep. Never trust a wedding. No, never trust a wedding. Never trust a wedding. I said, yeah. mm, shit's gonna go down, <laughs> and we're pretty much pretty much halfway. We are halfway through the first season now. So I'm thinking shit's definitely going to go down. And I think we're going to have our biggest time jump as well. Yes, we are. uh, Of what's going to happen. And yeah, and it's still up in the air. It's like what really happened. And I'm really enjoying this show. It's it's like it's whoever's perspective and we're not sure what's really happening. And... And it's like, did it happen or what? Whatever has happened, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, yep, Lord of the Rings as well. It's getting very, very, very interesting as well. Ah, mm. <laughs> uh, dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Dwarves. Dwarves are, the best. are fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> who's got, <laughs> who's got the fate of the elves in their hands? Me. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, so good. I like uh, it. Yeah, that as well. 
I'm trying to think. Uh, my, I, I'm also juggling some stuff that I've been doing for Fringe as well, so I can really uh, watch a lot of new stuff. Uh, and yeah, I've also also watched what we're going to talk about later on, uh, as well as uh, me and my wife sort of sit down and watch Beavers and Butthead. It's sort sort of our good like just dumb laughing at the moment. It's like just watching two idiots <laughs> navigate their life, navigate through their through their lives. That's that's always fun. Uh, they time traveled this time. Oh. They didn't. They, yeah, it was sort. Of, it, it wasn't really time travel. It, it was the um, crossing the time time uh, lines. Uh, you're now entering like sort of thing. It's like wow, we're going back and forwards in time, only an hour and a bit, and they get lost in the desert, which is funny. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I watched something that we can't get here, but I have means as well as, well as you, Kendall, uh, as well as you, Fulier, as well, with, with, your, with your friends. What, who, who needs friends over in America? But... Uh, with my with my um, use of a of a of a VPN, I managed to watch the uh, "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared." Don't hug me, I'm scared. TV show. I over in the UK. I just found out that it got made into a, like a series outside of the original YouTube shorts, and I'm terrified about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've only watched the first three episodes so and? far. I like it. Is it fucked? It definitely has... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the imagery is scary, disturbing, and what what you expect. So, like a creepypasta. I reckon. Uh, it's done by um, uh, BBC4, so it's more like arm, arm length of... Uh, of um, uh, interference. Okay. So, so they, so they definitely like uh, had a lot of leeway, and actually, it does feel like um, uh, one of the YouTube shorts, but longer. It's a, it's a, it's like twenty, twenty-two minutes, and and they do tackle a subject like each each uh, episode, and yeah, it's it's all that's cracked up to be, and it's really good, and I really enjoy it. In a nice. fucked up way. <laughs> yeah. God. You like it, Fulia? I'm not sure I've if you've seen it. I've never even oh, heard of it. Don't, Fulia. Don't. I don't think I want to. You would... Nah. I, I love horror and I love unsettling and I love creepy shit. I, even I don't like watching this. Like, I, I've, I'll, ha- I'll happily watch it just because I'm, you know, curiosity and, you know, I don't mind different forms of entertainment and and. and forms of expression and art and all that stuff and like a you know a psychotic sort of twist on kids programming is very interesting oh but, boy yeah but uh yeah it still ugh. yeah it actually it uh, very creeps me out so you're, you definitely have an idea like let's be creative no. yeah oh god <laughs> green yeah. is not a creative color mm. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. Good times. Yeah. Okay. It, you want to so yeah. I do highly recommend. Make sure you've got a a um, 
Channel 4 account and a VPN because uh, you need it to, to watch it. Okay, thanks for the tip. That's that's where you can find it. <laughs> All six episodes are up. Uh, oh, good. Yep. And Great. I think that's basically it, what I've been watching, uh, besides what we are about to watch, which I do have a lot of thoughts about. Yes, yes, yes. There are lots of thoughts that are going to be discussed very shortly. Um, as for myself, in my weekly watching is very similar to you, Mike. Um, Rick and Morty, I really enjoyed. Um, and I especially loved the end tag bit with Jerry. <laughs> I thought that was was very, very Jerry. Very Jerry. (laughs) Very, very Very Jerry and very, very funny. Yeah. Um, No, yeah. Season six is is, uh, going good so far, I think. Um, I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, House of the Dragon, of course. Um, Yeah, yeah. I should should know not to trust a wedding. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I I wondered what kind of stuff was going to go down, but I didn't see that, that coming. Yeah, no, it wasn't a wasn't a it wasn't a red one, but there was death, so it okay. may, may as well have been. Um, yeah, so that was that was very it was a very good episode though. I, I I liked it. I like um, yeah. I'm curious as to where it's going because yeah, now we're gonna say good we're saying goodbye to you know a couple of the younger act- actresses that are on the show as we time jump ahead. Uh, so bring in the new the new faces and seeing where that's where the story's gone so i'm i'm looking forward to that um oh god what else yeah lord of the rings rings of power yes very 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 good it's it's picking up momentum now um this episode i think really like some of the things that they've been setting up started to kind of either make sense or like look like they're falling into place like you know with galadriel finally convincing everyone to like leave Numenor and head to Middle Earth and like okay that's fucking done now which is good um and uh and yeah and just who who the uh, mystery man is that fell out of the sky um the stranger the stranger yeah I love how in the um the x-ray on Amazon Prime it says the stranger specifically it won't actually tell you who he is so that's cool um, and yeah, Elrond and, and Durin continue to be my most iconic duo out of that show. Absolutely <laughs> adore them. And I really like the way that they played out the um, dilemma that Elrond had to contend with of like, do I break an oath to my, you know, one of my closest friends or do I save my people, essentially? My, my um, race. My race depends on, on me. And yeah, so that was good. Yeah. And then... Um, I to prepare for a thing that we're going to talk about. I rewatched Rogue One uh, on Tuesday night, um, and uh, yeah, first time watching it in quite a few years, I will say, and it definitely holds up. Um, I very much enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah, just you know, it's just a shame that we, you know, well, hopefully it would be nice to see if Andor. Like, I really am hoping that Andor. We'll get into this later, but. I'm hoping that with the two seasons and the 20 episodes that they're going to do, that they have a chance to bring back some characters from Rogue One um, and have them pop up. Like, if they could get Ben Mendelsohn to cameo as Krennic in in, in Andor at some point, I'd be very happy, because uh, he's very good in Rogue One. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of the Disney team now. He's got his hands in a couple of different boats. Um, yeah, and yeah. 
Mez Mickelson is also quite quite good as Galen Erso. Um, very underrated um, in that movie. So yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm really glad I, I revisited it. Uh, and then the last thing I should mention before we move on, um, I started the uh, new Netflix mini series about Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, so that's so sorry. as my wife. Uh, I bet she has. Yes, true crime, <laughs> baby. Um, yes, this is a mini series starring Evan Peters, and it's created by Ryan Murphy, and it's telling the the obscene true story about um, one of the most infamous serial killers in history, um, who was just really fucked up. Um, so I won't go into details. Um, but, uh, but yeah, two episodes in and I'm really, really liking it. Um, yeah, yeah. Evan Peters is, he's insane. Like how, how talented he is. Like, yeah. Cause I mean, I've seen him and, you know, I've seen pretty much every season of American Horror Story and he's in most of them and the different kinds of characters he can play and play effortlessly. Um, yeah, he's just awesome. And he's, yeah, very good in this so far. Very, very creepy. I like it. So I'm looking forward to finishing that, hopefully, during the week. So that'll be good. Cool. That will be good. Yeah. All right. And I, also, with uh, Evan Peters, I may have convinced my, my wife to see Days of Future Past. Hey. <laughs> nice. So that's probably going to go down the pipeline. Good. Mm. Good. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. One of the good ones. One of the one of the good X Men's. Yeah, and there are not many, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. All right. Nah, well, two. T- two. Oh, I'd be willing to say three. Or four, maybe. Mm, pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm too nice. What can I say? All right, that's enough of that. Uh, so we're gonna skip straight ahead uh, through the show. And uh, just roll right on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Yes, all right. We have a bunch of trailers to talk about Mm -hmm. this week, starting with the very recently dropped uh, first trailer for Enola Holmes 2. Um, I cannot wait to uh, watch this. Um, It brought me back straight away to um, the original film. Mm. And even though that was two years ago now, it feels... It feels like, like it's been a long time. It feels like it's been, I don't know, like more, rec- more recent for some reason. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Time passes differently now. <laughs> Especially um, after a pandemic. It really does. When life stops, time stops. Um, but anyway, enough about that. Uh, yeah, this trailer was, was quite good. It showed a lot didn't like show too much um show just enough um but yeah just an, a lovely return to this world and these characters and um yeah i i'm looking forward to seeing what else millie bobby brown can do with this character with this role uh, and how the story develops so that will be very good uh also I'm digging the amount of Henry Cavill that was in this trailer. Yeah. Um, Oh. Look, look, look. I am a red-blooded woman, all right? Fuck. He's hot, okay? It's it's okay. Um, But he looked... He is hot fuck. He looked... He he is hot fuck. (laughs) He looked so good in this trailer. Like, the way his hair was just kind of like a little bit longer... 
he was a little more unkempt. Ugh, yep, he was doing it for me. Um, but apart very from Mr. that, very Mr. Darcy. Yeah, very, mm, quite. Um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I, I'm very keen to see him. And yeah, he he looked more. He felt more like Sherlock in this trailer for some reason. Um, I don't know what why that is, but um, but but yeah, I don't know. I I'm excited uh, to see what he's gonna do with this icon- iconic character. The only disappointing thing I think was that uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw Sam Claflin in this trailer at all as Mycroft. I didn't I didn't mm. notice him in the trailer, so I don't know if he's gonna be in the movie or not, or if he's just not in the movie much. Um, mm. I think I saw a glimpse of a guy with a mustache, but maybe it was my re- own reflection. Yeah. <laughs> Elementary, dear Michael. Elementary, my dear. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, my pants are on fire. Oh, no. Um, excuse me. But yeah, I don't really have too much else to say other than I can't wait to see it, really. It's going to mm. be fun. It's going to be fun. Fulia, what do you make of this trailer? Well, this is my favourite trailer of the bunch. Hey! Because I really like a good Sherlock Holmes story, and even if it is about his sister. <laughs> so I am definitely looking forward to Anola Holmes too. I really enjoyed the first one. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, now we're sort of continuing on with the fact that she's opening up her own detective agency that no one wants to uh, uh, employed. Yeah. Which is really, really sad. Yeah. But it is of the Nepotism. time. So it kind of <laughs> makes sense, you know. It's like, how old are you? Well, you're a woman. Not even a woman. You're a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And... You're a woman. I'm sorry. Is that a problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No problem <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it's going to be really interesting. The story that they're going to be telling. I'm very intrigued. And, uh, yeah, the, I, I feel like Henry Cavill's just too broad to be a show, to be a Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> like the shoulders. I know that here. was my, that was my problem with the first film is he was too, too buff to he's play so, Sherlock. He's so freaking buff. He still is, but yeah, I just accept it now. <laughs> he's just like filling up this, this, suit. this suit and coat that he has to wear. Um, but frock coat. Yeah. Uh, but I am looking forward to seeing a bit more of him as Sherlock because we didn't get to see much of that in the first one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Minecraft not really existent. So yeah, curious. Very yeah, very interesting. So yeah, no, I'm I am looking forward to this. So unless like because Sherlock's on his own case that he's stumped, maybe Minecraft has gone missing. Could be. Yeah. Or mm. he's just moved away. Or he's off on his own adventure. Somewhere. Maybe. Who knows? On his own business adventure. Yeah. yeah. Dealing with queen and country. Yes. Queen? King? Not quite sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Time. Yeah. Monarchs. Who needs them? Uh, Michael. 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 Yes. Yes. What, what, what? What did you think of this trailer? What did I think of this trailer? I quite liked it. Uh, I I did enjoy the previous film. I thought it was a nifty little like little uh, story about um, a. I was going to say fictional, but it's all fucking fictional. Uh, <laughs> um, so someone's adaptation of the Sherlock Holmes uh, canon. It's not necessarily Arthur Conan Doyle. That's okay. 
um, these characters are in the public domain and you can do whatever the fuck you want with them and you can't sue someone who, uh, who technically owns it. Uh, whatevs. But I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed this trailer as well. It, it looks like it's a, a heap of fun, its own con- con- um, single story and it's going to be connected with whatever Sherlock is doing, which is kind of cool. And then they meet up and then... Uh, it's all falls into place, and it's a, and hopefully it's a good little mystery, uh, and not, nothing too brainy, because mm. I don't I don't want to work hard. It's like <laughs> oh, I know who's going to be the going to be the bad guy at the end, and Helen Bonacarta's in it as well as as yeah. mum. So so that that's always a plus, and yes, Henry Cavill is a, quite a dish. He is <laughs> dish. <laughs> Yes. I'm not sure about his uh, British accent, but, you know, whatever. Um, No. Is that a callback? Are you making a callback? (laughs) I can't remember. To the time... Well, (laughs) Henry Cavill's British. Um, But I I still think about the time when I was, like, criticising Millie Bobby Brown over a British accent, and I forgot she was actually British. (laughs) Oh, so I probably subconsciously thought for that. I think I think <laughs> you may have. Yes, yes. Oh, there you go. Very funny. Oh well, I made you. I made you cringe. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Ha ha. Welcome to the mansplain. <laughs> With Mike and his pipe. <laughs> Did you know that Millie Bobby Brown is actually British? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm definitely going to be enjoying this when it comes out, Kendall, on Netflix when it gets dropped. Yes, on the 4th of November. Yay! Ah, coming up close. Very yeah. close, like five, six weeks away, so. Mm. Mark your calendars. All right. Trailer two for this week uh, is the upcoming uh, Damien Chazelle epic by the name of Babylon. Um, I'm very, very, yeah, I'm very, very curious <laughs> about this one. Um, it looks like a hot mess. Um, this really? trailer, it was a bit of a mishmash of like so much, there was so much going on. Um, that has not deterred me from wanting to watch it though. Um, I will say, uh, it was a very interesting peek at the movie. Um, so I'm really curious as to what the narrative of it is kind of going to be because I don't really fully know what the story is at this point other than to say that it's, you know, a period film set in the early days of Hollywood, you know, um, the golden era, I suppose, uh, and uh, just kind of focusing on the people involved in that scene that just kind of took things to the extreme in terms of their lifestyle. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, of course, being Damien Chazelle, there is music in this movie, uh, Quite features quite heavily in this trailer, uh, which was cool. Um, and the cast looks freaking awesome. I'm always here for Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt. Uh, Toby Maguire's in this as well, which is cool. Um, and a bunch of other people. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, this is definitely a film I will be checking out when it when it drops. It looks bonkers, batshit crazy, um, and I'm yeah very intrigued. Very intrigued. We'll see how it goes. Fulia, am I right in guessing this is probably not your kind of movie? 
No, what did you think? I of mean, this? look, I, 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 as I was watching the trailer, um, like this, the story was kind of interesting, but it was like a little all over the place. I, I kind of got lost halfway through. Yeah. In terms of what the story was, is going to be about. Um, but I think it looks kind of like a drama thriller type of maybe type of film. Yeah. Um and you know Margot Robbie's excellent when with her work with her performances always so um I don't see um this being a bad one a bad movie I just don't think I just don't feel like it's going to be something that I'd be interested in seeing myself so Yeah fair enough um you know the the cast of A-list names that are in this mm. is really interesting um as you've mentioned already and I was surprised to see Tobey Maguire, and I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <It's> Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man, uh, and yeah, uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I don't think it's my thing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. Let me know how it goes. I will, <laughs> I will, I will. Michael, what did you make of this one? This looks very interesting. Mm. Uh, it definitely gave me some uh, great Gatsby vibes, uh, the Baz Luhrmann one, For where sure. it's where it is set in the 1920s and it was like the, like the Roaring Twenties, but we all think it's like ah, it's just boring, like sepia tone and and button up shirts and flapper girls and all that. Where where with um uh, the Baz Luhrmann uh great gatsby where it's like loud and every everyone was drinking and everything was merry and like high and everything like that so and having a look at this this is a take that it probably was kind of like because the world has just endured a world war and now and now they're sort of breaking free it's like okay what can we do now it's like we've Discovered cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> and martinis. Martinis for everyone. So it, it's... I don't know if it's going to be historically accurate, but who cares? It just ma- makes um, the audience, like we, uh, are going to be watching this and say, hey, this is what it felt like during that time, especially with uh, Tinseltown. And and Hollywood at, on the peak of like the talkies are cu- coming out and there's gonna there's all this new stuff cu- coming in and and um, like the the celebrity like the movie celebrity is, is sort of being born here yeah. and how how they're all invincible and yeah it was just a great big mess and I love it I I kind I kind of like that sort of sort of aspect of um trying to show a today's audience what it possibly felt like like these roaring parties sort of um uh great gatsby parties and how everyone was having sex with everyone then yeah it's like and like hookers and blow and everything it's like yeah this is what we are and then world war ii hit (laughs) and everything went the shit again uh so yeah and it's kind of fitting that it's we're we're in the new 20s now and everyone's tired and can't be fucked anymore yeah 
We're done. Why can't we have the roaring 20s again? <laughs> <laughs> we tried to. But... Didn't, wor- didn't work. Didn't in work. In 2020 vision, it fucked up. Yeah. Anyway. So when are we going to be watching in in member berries of the 1920s, <laughs> Kendall? Memberberries. Um, well, Babylon member berries. Babylon does not have an Australian date at this stage, um, but if you're in the US, you can check it out um, while you're enjoying your New Year celebrations on uh, the 6th of January next year. Hmm. I got yes. the twelfth here, maybe. I think there's, I believe there's like limited advanced screenings happening in December, um, in in the US, but it opens wide on um, the sixth of Jan. Sweet. Yeah, yes. Yes, indeed. All right, trailer three, and this is where our trailers are going to take a sinister turn. Um, Shall I just leave? No. <laughs> One of us. One of us. You watched it, didn't you? That's enough. Yeah. I'm not going to make you watch the actual movie. It's fine. Um, Okay. So, our third trailer is for the brand new M. Night Shyamalan film. And that is called Knock at the Cabin. Um, Yeah. This is a very interesting trailer. Um, I kind of like these horror or thriller trailers where the trailer like starts off very idyllic and everything's happy and we're laughing, we're having a good time. And then, you know, one, one frame on, on camera just changes all of that. You know, um, I don't like the way they, (laughs) it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I like, that's a false sense of, Happiness. Security. False sense of happiness and security and it just nah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> what do you expect a cabin in the woods to be? Well mm. I knew this was gonna turn into some sort of, you know, creepy thing. Yeah. But it it yeah, it did. So um yeah, it's M Night Shyamalan, so he's all about those twists. Um so I wonder what the twist is. And whether or not the apocalypse is actually coming, or if it's just a bunch of four crazy people, led by Dave Bautista, um, that believe the world is going to end, and then force this family to make a choice, which I feel like revolves around human sacrifice. That's the vibe I'm getting. Um, I feel like that's what they're setting up, which is awful. Um, but, uh, might make for a very intriguing movie. Um... And also, Rupert Grint is in this, so... Really? Yeah. I didn't notice. Oh, you didn't notice? Uh, if I, if I realised you didn't notice, I would have pointed him out to I you. was too creeped out by the whole thing. So when... <laughs> when you, The first time you see all four of them in the cabin, mm. and Batiste is explaining, mm. yeah, Rupert Grint's standing to his left. He's, he's one of the red, entourage. Is the red-headed that, dude. That knocked at the cabin. I was like, hey, we're part of this cult that... um. I think Fulia blocked it out. Probably. Because <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. right. He doesn't look like uh, Ron anymore. So. No. <laughs> he had facial hair. Um, yeah. But no, I'm very curious. I ha- I still haven't seen Old, which was his previous film. 
Um, but, uh, but no, I'm always curious by what he has to bring to the world of cinema. So hopefully it's a good one. We'll see. Fulia. Yep. What no. do you, what do you got for me? <laughs> nope. I've got, I've got nothing. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very creepy. I, I don't like the way that they, how they start these movies, like, especially, sorry, the way they start these trailers, which I'm assuming is also the way they start the movie. Probably. Um, uh, you know, all, you know, happy-go-lucky. Oh, let's, we're going to start a new life. Let's go out into the woods and we'll, we'll live a peaceful life in a cabin. And yeah, no, <laughs> that's, that's where all the horror movies be. <laughs> Not for me. Not a fan of these type of films. So yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Michael, um, what did you make of this one? Um, I probably need to get back to my uh, watching some M Night Shyamalan because you know. Is it racist? I don't know. Um, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I think I think him go, uh, going back to sort of like single like experimental films that that uh, we we all loved because. He sort of, you know, after the sixth sense, it's like, oh my god, he can do no wrong, and then sort of slowly, and then the happening, then last Airbender, and After Earth. Okay. Yeah. It's like stop doing blockbusters. That's not what. Not don't do that. So he he goes back to, like the, these um, claustrophobic sort sort of stuff that makes makes you terror and and everything and and yeah, it, it definitely looks yeah, it definitely looks uh, intriguing. It definitely does look intriguing. And, you know, Dave Bautista, I mean, he needs to do more stuff. And uh, I'm starting to like him as not Drax. So yeah. so I, I can't, kind of like that aspect that he's sinking his teeth into di- different things. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the journey. And, yeah, I sort of did a double take. It's like, that red, red-head guy looks familiar. That's not Ed Sheeran. Oh, <laughs> Ruby Gr- Grin. It's you haven't done much, have you? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's not really much to go on because it's very vague and they sort of set up the premise of what it is. So hopefully we've basically seen the first 20 minutes of the movie and mm-hmm. they go on from there. And then, yeah. yes, what a twist at the end. Oh. Uh, is it really? Is it really a apocalypse happening, or is it, or is it part of the the universe that he's sort of creating? I don't know, like the split glass, whatever it was. Yeah, unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah, unbreakable. Yeah. Um, universe, which which was weird and interesting. Anyway, uh, when is uh, knock at the cabin? going to happen well the happening the, the cabin <laughs> when is when is the the visit uh knocking on the door <laughs> of the cabin the cabin in the woods no, no scary <laughs> yes okay. all right when is the evil dead <laughs> gonna knock on the cabin at crystal lake 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, Knock at the Cabin um, will be in theaters in America on the 3rd of February next year. Nice. Nice. Hopefully an Australian release date will, will be around that time. We'll see. All right, last trailer. Keeping with the uh, spooky theme, um, this is a, a trailer It is almost for, October. It is. Halloween. My favourite time of the year. Um, <laughs> apart from Oscar season. Um, the Midnight Club is this trailer. It's an upcoming Netflix series uh, from Mike Flanagan, uh, a modern horror, modern horror master, Mike Flanagan. Um, and this is based on a book by uh, one of my favourite authors, Christopher Pike. Um, so I uh, am very excited to check this out. I really like this trailer. I really like the premise of this. Um, and I'm very curious to see how it's going to go and how scary it's going to get, considering it's a show about dying teenagers. Because, um, you know, you have the real life kind of terror happening there um and then you've also got you know ghosts or you know demons or specters of some form kind of coming to claim them maybe i don't know uh it was a very interesting trailer in that sense that it didn't really properly say what was happening i guess but um but yeah i like the idea of just this you know group of teenagers who are you know at death's door and they, you know, are all living in this hospice together and they form this club, uh, to kind of bond and, uh, uh, tell each other spooky stories. And then it just kind of spirals out of control from there. So, um, but yeah, it looks awesome. Um, Mike Flanagan's stuff is very much known for really cool visuals and aesthetics and, and, you know, color, color choices, color palettes, and, uh, yeah, and phenomenal casting, too, so, um, I am, yeah, the hype train is, is, has arrived, and I'm jumping on board for the Midnight Club, so, I can't, I cannot wait to check this out, it's also a period piece, I think it happens in the 90s, from what I could tell, because at one point, one of the kids was holding a box of a PlayStation, like the OG PlayStation in this trailer, so, that was cool, um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Bring it on. I'm ready. Let's do it. Fulia. Oh, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. You watched it too. What do you think? I think nothing of it. You don't have anything to say? I'm not going to be watching it. I've... I I didn't... I didn't like Horace. (laughs) What did you hate about it? Everything. He was creepy. <laughs> I just don't like the, the fact that it's like I just don't like the fact that they've gone gone with a whole, you know, taking advantage of dying teenagers type of story. Nah. No. No thanks. <laughs> no, thank you. There you go. Uh nineteen ninety four. It's set in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, I just got it on the wiki. Ah, okay. Very good. I think so, PlayStation came out in 1995, I think. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, good. Oh. Oh. All right. I hate Michael. it already. <laughs> Michael, yeah. Michael, uh, I feel like this is 
something more up your alley. What did you think of this? Yes and no. I yes mean, no. I really, I really enjoy like Mike Flanagan's sort sort of um, aspect on horror, uh, where it's sort of like um, it's sort of a it's it's a different sort of horror that we don't see much of, like the aspect of uh, horror, like the visual visual representation is like ah creepy sort of visual and then it's okay i i kind of see it as like the 80s sort of horror like the spectacle horror and well yeah and he's and and he did make my all-time favorite stephen king adaptation of dr sleep yeah um and uh yeah i've never heard of christopher pike except for star trek (laughs) yeah Different, yeah, Captain Pike. Pike. Yeah. Yeah. Same name though. I know. And and yeah, I've I've never heard heard of him and his series of stories. Uh I'm guessing they're popular. <laughs> but I can only go on to um if if they're that popular they may make um an adaptation of one of his books. Um yeah, I might have a, I might have a look see, look see into it, uh, considering it's, as you said, it's a period piece, and um, I like the nineties. I was around during the nineties, so, so, and um, I'll probably won't won't be like looking into it's like ah oh, the PlayStation it wasn't around since then, but they're going on to when the book came out in ninety uh, four, so. Yeah, yeah, and it's a series, so it's all going to be dumped in the one spot. Uh, ten sure episodes. Will be. Sweet. Ten episodes. Uh, any tidbits? No. All good. Hmm. Show. <laughs> Show. When. This is going to be dropped to Kendall, and we'll be seeing it. Yes. The Midnight Club will be out on Netflix on the 7th of October. So only a week Just in time and a half for... away. Halloween. 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 We yeah. got dis- to gotta discuss what we're doing for Halloween. Yeah. At some point. Off the air. Or on the oh, air. Uh, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. How we're going to scare, do scare Fulia. Yeah, I'm trying to get a scare Fulia. I mean, you're going to see Hocus Pocus 2. It's like, that is as far as the scariness is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I'm going. <laughs> okay. At least, uh, do you at least watch the Treehouse of Horrors? On... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I like Simpsons. Simpsons is fun. Okay. Can't wait. <laughs> Scary. I don't know what you're up to. He's plotting. I know. <laughs> Just because I've got a pipe doesn't mean I'm plotting. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we'll wrap up our trailer park there, shall we? Yeah. Um, yes, we will. Yeah, yes. Very, very good stuff. All right, so 
we're going to have ourselves a quickie review now. Quickie review. Um, of course, during the week, um, there was uh, a little, a little teeny weeny show that dropped on Disney Plus uh, called Andor. Uh, first three episodes dropped um, on Wednesday, and um, we have all seen them. And uh, I'm I'm very excited to to talk about it. We're just gonna just kind of do a brief overall summary of our thoughts one by one, like we do for quickie review, and then we'll uh, yeah go from there. So um, yes, so as for me, I really really liked it. I'm really glad I rewatched Rogue One as well because um, Tony Gilroy, who is the showrunner of this, uh, he wrote the script for Rogue One. Um, so you can really tell that there's a, a continuity in terms of like the tone and stuff. Um, mm. Like, for example, I really kind of enjoyed the fact, or it was just very interesting that, you know, in the first. The first time you, you see Andor in both Rogue One and in his own show, in like the first 10 minutes, he, he's like killed somebody. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this is a show that is, it's exactly, I think it's exactly what we wanted, exactly what we needed. Um, it's It doesn't feel like Disney has any kind of hand in it except for the budget. It's like here you go. Here's his fifth. Here's uh, two hundred million. Now make make sure. Um, that's kind of how it feels because it doesn't. The you know the formula that we'd gotten so used to with John Favreau's stuff. Um, you know, which we all really love, of course. Don't get us wrong, but um, you know that that formula is not in this show um, at all. So it just feels very very different. It feels feels more organic it feels real like more real i guess as real as sci-fi fantasy can be um but it's kind of like the star wars story you've always sort of wanted to see just like getting down in the weather like the you know the real people of the galaxy are you know seeing like an inside look of like what's what's going on outside of the empire and what's going on outside of um you know, the Skywalker saga of it all. So, um, we don't need yeah. space wizards. No, no. As much as I love the Jedi. Um, yeah, you definitely don't need, need them to make a successful star Wars show. That's for sure. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. It was a bit of a slow burn, I would say. Um, and I kind of like the introduction of these police officers, I suppose that are kind of overseeing this like system of planets, I guess. Um, like that was kind of interesting um and just all the characters just the dialogue was really good all the characters felt really fleshed out and had some depth to them they weren't like they all not all of them were just there for one purpose like they were kind of they had like um I can't think of the right word right now but um yeah they just they felt like real people I guess in a way a lot of them did um, so yeah, it was great. And, uh, really, really awesome to see Diego Luna, uh, leading the show. Like, you know, one of the things I talked about when we've been re- reviewing the trailers was that, you know, if, for a show called Andor, he's not really in the trailers much, but like he's in, you know, most scenes of 
these three episodes. Um, so that's awesome. And, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying him and I'm, I'm really also, I mean, I, I'm starting to kind of, I like it, but I don't like, like, you know, flashbacks with present day mixed in. Um, but I'm intrigued, um, by these flashbacks and I like that they let us see a bit more of Fiona Shaw's character because she's quite good. Um, I enjoyed her. Uh, I usually enjoy her. She's, she's awesome. Um, so yeah. And Stellan Skarsgård just coming in the third episode and being, being Stellan Skarsgård. We love to see it. So, um, he wants yeah. that spice. He wants that spice. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Baron wants that spice. Damn it. Um, Get yeah. Him. Kill <laughs> <laughs> uh, good reference. Um, yeah, so I don't really have too much else to say without going into deep discussion, so we'll save that for another time. Um, but I am i can't wait to see where this goes, and I'm glad that they dropped the first three episodes at once, because it seems like a... It seemed like a natural thing to do with, like, you know, the, the last episode ending with um, Cassian actually leaving Ferex and, you know maybe going up to meet with the, uh, the, uh, the rebels, uh, you know, in the early stages of the rebellion. So, um, very in exciting. Secret. Yeah. In secret. Yes. Um, yeah. Bring it on. I'm, I'm so excited for more. Um, I give this a solid nine out of 10 if I'm going to rate it or a four, solid four and a half out of five. Like it's brilliant. It's good. It's a star, yeah. star Wars we need. We need more of this, please. Yeah. More of this. Definitely a star Wars type. Like you, you it, if it wasn't for the fact that it has, um, you know, really strange named planets, you wouldn't even think that it's Star Wars, to be honest. Absolutely right. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> and that's what I kind of liked about about Andor, uh, the first three episodes. Um, it's nice sort of a drama action sort of a show. Uh, and, you, you know, going through and finding out, we're getting little flashbacks to Cassian's past and... Um, that's also very intriguing, um, you know, finding out how he even got to the planet that he's on. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm really intrigued to see more of that. It was a little sad to find out certain things about his childhood. Mm. Um, and what the language was very interesting. Yeah. Like there was no subtitles either. Like we got no subtitles on what they were saying, but I don't. I feel like you didn't really need it. No, I, I like that. No, you got the subtext. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could just from their body language and the tone in their voice, you could understand what was happening. Yeah. Um, and it made it all that more intriguing to watch. Uh, and you kind of didn't want to look away because you're like, I don't want to miss anything since I can't understand what's going on in terms of yeah. language. Um, so I did really enjoy that. Uh, you know, seeing Cassian in majority of these, majority of these scenes in these episodes is really good. Um, like you said, we didn't really get to see much of him in the trailer. So it's good to know that they've, that that he's actually there. Um, and you know, just meeting all these new sort of characters, like, you know, the, um, the security detail or, you know, police or whatever you want to call them. 
the grunts on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. I, I wish I knew what their actual names were. I do apologize to the Star Wars fans who know all of this sort of stuff. I just I am just a casual fan, so I don't really dig into the details too much. Um but the, the, even those characters for me were interesting. Yeah. Uh especially the I think he was like a commander or not really a commander, but he was like a high-ranking officer, yeah. essentially. Um, but you could see that he, st- he still had a bit of fear in him for some reason. I really like his character. Yeah. But I'm really curious about him because I really love the fact that he was... Not to interrupt you, sorry. No, that's but, all right. But like, just the fact that he was like so... I have to do the right thing. Two of our men have been murdered. Mm. We need to do the right thing here. And the other guy was like, just wash it under the rug because obviously it's, you know, it's, it's not that important. It is what it is. Yeah. We're not going to be able to do anything about it. The fact that he was so gun ho let's do this. And he got on his high horse about it. And then when actual bloodshed started happening, you could that, that shot of him like all messed up, kind of just the look on his face. Like you say, it was fear. Yeah. Just like the fuck have I kind of done? Yeah. It's like, took it too far. Like intense shock. You could see, yeah, it was really cool. on his on his face, and he just he couldn't believe what he was like experiencing and seeing. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I kind of I kind of really like that, and I I kind of wish we got a little bit more because that particular character I I want to know the background of that character. Yeah, I feel honest. like it's not the last we'll see of him. No, I don't no. think we will. Um, so the character's name is um, Cyril Khan. Cyril Khan. Uh, and is played by Kyle Soller. Yeah. And he's doing a really good job. He was very good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really like that. Uh, what else? Um, like, just the world building of it all as well um, really intrigued me. Um, you know, getting, you know, extra characters in there that we're meeting for the first time where Cassian needs them for help um, and all that sort of thing. Fiona Shaw, my goodness. She hmm. is amazing. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. She's she's really cool. Um, and then um, a particular droid that kind of made me go oh, because but he speaks English. Yeah, which is really interesting. You don't really, I mean, apart from C three PO, those kind of droids that are sort of similar to like R two D two and that don't you don't really get them speaking in English. They usually just got their little beeps and boops. Um, Mm. so it was really interesting to get this like really monotone, uh, sort of monotone voice coming out of this little red droid (laughs) Yeah, and and the droid's movements also kind of got me, you know, thinking that he's just so cute. Um, I forgot the name of the, so I just Googled it because I forgot it as well, Yeah, but I'm just loving some of these like articles that are coming up about him. (laughs) Um, so the droid's. Droid, like they're calling him B for short. Yeah, that's but right. But his full droid name is B2 Emo. B2 Emo, yes, that's the one. Yes. Um, and there's article titles such as, Who is B2 Emo on Andor and why are we in love with him? Yeah. Um, <laughs> another one says, Andor's newest droid is a tired old man and we love him. <laughs> um, also calling him the internet's favorite new droid. Um, yeah, just a lot of and adorable and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, no K, no K2SO yet, but he will be coming. Yeah. So, um, yeah, happy to have him in the meantime. No, I, I kind of, I like B. B's, B's, B's really cute. B's very um, good. He's, I don't know, it's like, 
it's the thing that we're it's like the new the new r2d2 or the new bb8 um sort of scenario where we all fall in we always fall in love with the droids for some reason yeah. um it's just their, their little characteristics um just make them more fun uh to watch Oh, that's one thing about Rogue One I forgot to mention. Just how fucking good Alan Tudyk is as K2SO yeah. in Rogue One. Holy fuck. <laughs> the sass. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for him to show up in the show. Yes, it's going to be amazing. So I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Um, I am very, very in on the story. Um, yeah, like both of you, I'm probably not... Like, I'm okay with not seeing any kind of, like, Jedi or, you know, Force-sensitive people or, you know... Just, as, like, this is this is a story that we... That is sort of on the side. And I kind of like it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost similar to the Mandalorian sort of scenario where you don't have to worry about that sort of um, Jedi stuff. It's more about, you know other characters like side characters that we don't really know about but mm. they're canon so mm. yeah i am i am interested very good i'm gonna keep watching very good what would you rate it out of 10 <laughs> the first three episodes or out of five uh for the first three episodes uh i'm gonna give it i think i'm gonna give it a four yeah nice. yeah four, four out of five good. is yeah because yeah. i'm Solid. i'm just very intrigued by the story and i'm uh, yeah i just need to know more now <laughs> yes more, please. Mm. Michael, hit us. How did you feel about Andor? Um, I really enjoy um, Mandalorian. But this is possibly going to be my favourite uh, Star Wars TV show. Nice. Considering... Um, they are purposely leaving like everything we know about Star Wars because you know it's it's space wizards have got swords and they're battling against an evil and and all that so they're leaving that behind but they're sort of uh, uh, pointing the focus into the everyday people and this is what I'm enduring enjoying where uh, this particular um, planet or the the um the people uh are sort of a microcosm of what people are feeling within the empire at this present time like this takes place like a little bit after what obi-wan's doing and and of course before uh, a new hope uh and where the people on the ground are sort of sort of bubbling up uh resentment of their current situation like when you're dealing with like um uh the repercussions of a total um a regime that's based on based on sort of we we need we need these people to live in fear on us and there are sort of bubblings of well we don't have to do this it never never was and they're, and with the um, the rebels and what they are, this is like little nuggets of uh, different people. It's, ne- it's never like, oh, we're going to get a band together and this is what we're going to do. This is what, and that's what uh, the 
animated show the rebels sort of did but with this one they're sort of um uh showing that it's individual people and they need to find each other to to have a common goal and i kind of like that and especially with um what happens at the end of the third episode where everything goes to shit and uh, people people definitely said we've had enough of this no more yeah and you can sort of see the sort of like the the absolutely tiredness of people's like well we've had enough of this and we're going for it and i it's more human it's more it's more um naturalistic of these characters and this is what i kind of like it's we we don't have to rely on jedis um it's all starting from the ground up and where this tv show is going of course we're going to get uh mothra and 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 all the other big wigs and where where we go going within but i like the fact that they're actually dealing with people that are sort of on the ground and that's sort of what uh rogue one was essentially about it's sort of coming together like this ragtag of people to do a mission to what sort of kick-started the actual rebellion against the Empire. And and maybe this TV show is sort of focusing on what, one, one person of what's happening. And yes, they've already said in stone, well, we're only going to do two, two seasons of this and that's it. I kind of like that. They've, yeah. they've got an end goal. Yeah. And they're not going to say, oh, we're going to continue doing this. And this this is what I'm sort of liking it more than Mando. Like, Mando can go on forever until, you know, until we find out what he's really doing in the prequel series. Yeah. But with this one, it's it's the story. And that and that's what I kind of like the Obi-Wan before, where it's just, it's its, its own story within a certain time frame. Yeah. And and before and finish and i like the fact that it's filmed completely different from any other star wars that we've seen besides rogue one yeah and that's what i like too like when rogue one came out a lot of people going wait is this star wars doesn't look like star wars like we're so used and we're so condoned to um conditioned to actually know what a star wars looks like because we've had We've had um, uh, six movies so far, and and all of them are complete. All of them are completely different, but they still had that sort of uh, look. And then this one, it's sort of turned on a turned turned its on on its head, where it's more grittier and more more grounded. And what I really like this uh, series that they decided to, you know, what we're not going to use the void. We're not going to like build sets and all this stuff. We're actually going to locations we're actually going we're actually you can just smell and just see the sort of earthiness that we see and like they go to they've definitely been to like different places around the world to to actually film where it is and it's sort of it enhances the actual storytelling itself and sometimes you sort of need that that's why that's why lord of the rings is so awesome because it 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 went to these places instead instead of like building building it up and yeah um that's why i'm sort of really enjoying this series this series and there's only been three episodes yeah <laughs> there's the going to be 12 and 
It's like, where are they going to go? And I'm really enjoying the fact that I'm I'm being surprised by Star Wars now. Mm. Like, I did not expect them to go to a, a, an out, a, a, go to a brothel. Yeah, there's yeah. brothels in Star Wars. Yeah, and there's also there's and there's a guy that drops the S bomb. Like, yeah, the first time nonchalantly. Yeah, it's like, what am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's I'm, nice, huh? I'm really starting to enjoy it. My love for Star Wars is rekindled. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, I really like what you said, Mike, too, about whole the whole like, you know, this is going to be just set within a certain timeline. Like they have they have an end date, really. Like they set that up right off the bat by just saying, "This is five years," you know, BBY. So. It's the last five years of Cassian's life, essentially. So I thought that was, uh, yeah, that was that was good. And it's, yeah, it's going to work to its advantage, I think. Yeah. What was your favourite scene from the three episodes? Oh, good question. Um, or maybe not just one particular scene, but just a a section of 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 the episode. Oh, jeez. If you can't narrow it down to the scene. I can probably say I found the flashbacks uh, worked in this. Yeah. Like, definitely in in the third one, Mm. uh, third episode, where where it sort of... um, It sort of enhanced the sort of storytelling and it's also parallels what... What is particularly happening, like like with Andor, uh, how as a child he was taken. Well, he he wasn't really taken. He he was brought brought away from his um, his tribe. Which coincidentally, I'm actually enjoying the fact that it's dealing with um, colonialism and how people are coming in to actually basically steal resources. <laughs> For their own gains, and they don't really care about human life, and I'm actually really enjoying that that aspect as well. But with the flashbacks as well of um, him uh, being taken by uh, being taken off world, and also, uh, and at the end of the episode, he's actually taken off world again. So he's it, we, there's certain chapters of his life. Uh, have been shown, so yeah. I'm probably thinking there's probably going to be no more uh, flashbacks. Maybe with other characters' flashbacks of where they are, are at this present time, because we do see um, characters with different hairstyles. So I'm get I'm guessing I'm guessing there's going to be um, flashbacks with different characters as well. Maybe the first three episodes is about. About Andor and yeah, maybe. Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel like you're right. I feel like we're gonna see. I feel like we're gonna see some flashbacks to um before the fall of the the Republic, um, like you know the Galactic Senate, uh, and uh, Mon Mothma and uh, Stellan Skarsgård's character. I think there's there were shots of them on Coruscant in the trailer. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exciting. I mean, um, mm. yeah, yeah. 
I was actually thinking it's like this is a show that's probably not going to be relying too heavily on cameos, but you can definitely sort of see there may be a cameo with with the emperor, and possibly if we're going if we're going to go back to uh, where he gets supreme power, and maybe we're going to get a cameo from Jar Jar. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. That, just that popped into my head. It's like, are we going to get a Jar Jar? Jar Jar. Pardon me. I mean, I would love that, but I don't think so. Mm. Mm. A more grittier, so. grounded. Grittier. He, he he starts to drink because he's like, I I did this. <laughs> Misa did this. Misa did this. Misa, Misa so was moving to the Republic. Um, I will just quickly say a, a moment that sticks out for me, mm. Mike. You kind of touched on it. Um, I loved the sequence of. Uh, the the people of the town going around and banging on stuff. That's that was my favorite. Yeah, as well. I thought that that kind of gave me chills. Yeah. To be honest, I thought that was I thought that was really cool. Like it started off really small, yeah. with just one person. Yeah, but then it started to spread. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of like the town's the city's like alarm system. Yeah, mm. yeah, which was really interesting. It was very cool. Yeah, they were all. It also like gave me like this intense feeling it's like holy crap it's like in rhythm and yeah you don't know what to expect at the end of it yeah yeah like yeah. that whole like from that moment through to the end of that episode was just awesome yeah yeah, yeah loved it loved it and they sort of set it up with the guy like hitting the bells as well yeah yeah that was like, cool yeah and i love the way every time he went down he was like ah like he would like Really good. Let out it, yeah. like a, a growl <laughs> every time he did it. Like, I that. We are for the people. Yeah. <laughs> bam, yeah. bam, bam. And then all of a sudden it all just stops. Stops, yeah. And that dead silence is just so chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Good. It's good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Michael, do you have a rating for, for Andor? Out of five? I don't rate. We're not even halfway through a series. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to rate <laughs> well, What do you think of it so far? <laughs> I already said this is heading towards my fa- favourite Star Wars so f- TV show. What so the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> that's, that, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. We'll rate you can't it take my compliments. I'm not going to do ratings. <laughs> well. All right. Fine. No, you're a compliment spoke volume, so yes. I refuse. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Be different. It's good. <laughs> All right, so Michael's like a five out of five. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's heading towards a five out of five. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Going to be right. really generous. I give it um, four Gungan heads out of five. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes. All right. So our uh, last thing. For the episode, mm-hmm. um, comes at the time, ah. the place, Ooh. the moment, mm. the spot on the show we like to call water. Just culture. <laughs> just. Or popcorn culture. You know, it's just culture. It's just culture. It's fine. It's just culture. It's just culture. Mmm. <laughs> just. Culture. Yeah. All right. So, 
We are here, of course, to discuss our thoughts on the latest episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Just She-Hulk spoilers Jen. coming in. Yes, yeah. She-Hulk spoilers. We're spoiling the shit out of She-Hulk, episode six. Just mm-hmm. Jen. Um, yes, so... <sighs> Who else was disappointed? <laughs> I wasn't. Because <laughs> you were probably way more realistic than I was. I was I was fully on the hype train last week. I mean I Along with everyone else in the world. I was watching I was watching this episode going, fuck. <laughs> I, I I overreacted. Um No 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 Daredevil this week. Uh self contained wedding episode, thanks Jen. Um yeah, I thought that I liked her little fourth wall break about that. I thought that was It's a filler. It's a filler episode. I thought that was I was very funny. But um, was it? Yeah. Oh, but was it? There was a tiny bit of uh story, mm. especially at the end. Yeah. Um so, yeah, not entirely filler. Not entirely filler, that's for sure. Um yeah, but that that aside, the fact that we didn't get Matt Murdock, that's fine. Um it was still a good episode. Like it was fun. I thought it was fun. Um, yeah, we had an A plot, we had a B plot um, that were both kind of, you know, interchangeable with each other, uh, balance each other out very nicely. Um, I don't even know which one I preferred, to be honest, because both of them had quite good qualities. Mm. Um, but but yeah, overall, it was yeah, it was a it was a fun uh, fun episode. Nothing nothing too crazy or amazing, but but a good good enjoyable ride. Um, yeah, and I really enjoyed Tatiana Maslany's performance in this episode too. I thought she was very good. I mean, I always think she's good because she's amazing, but um, I liked her in this one. I thought she got a lot, had a lot more to do. I guess I don't know, maybe. Um, yeah, let loose a bit. Fulia, <laughs> um, your overall thoughts? <laughs> uh, oh boy, uh, I liked it, but there were people in this episode that I. Mm. Didn't like. <laughs> mm. Got me very too close to home. <laughs> I just was just like. Was it the chair? My temper was boiling. <laughs> 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 but um, no, it was it was a good filler episode. Uh, it gave us you know something other than what's been happening in general for for Jen <laughs> in general. In general. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then we also got our own little sort of like uh, a side thing, a side story. Still back at the law firm, yes. which was also quite funny. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, boy. Uh, and yeah. No, I like I, I don't know what else to really say in terms of overall sort of feelings. Um, it was alright, not 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 the best, but yeah, it was good. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, sweet. Um, Michael, your overall Hello. thoughts of this episode? I actually really enjoyed this episode. Nice. Um, yes, it's a shame about about Daredevil, but and I. <laughs> I will be saying this with a smile on my face because I thought of it and it has been a couple of days since I could voice it, but I can't believe this episode 
Charlie Cock teased us. And that was a podcast called Fred. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Been sitting us. on yes. that for uh, ages. That's fantastic. But Thank you. The reason why I enjoyed it is because they did explain it in the episode uh, <laughs> that you were expecting something else, but we're diverting that. And that just proves that the writers of this show knows, really knows their audience. Oh, yeah. they do. They really and the, do. And the people who, who are watching it. Yeah. And also the people who are hate-watching it at the same time. Because there are a lot of man-babies <laughs> who are really pissed off that there wasn't a daredevil. Yeah. Because I'm on TikTok, because I'm an ageing boomer, there has been a lot of people going, uh, you know... I'm not the demographic for this TV show. I know that. But why can't they have Daredevil in this episode? It's because you want Daredevil to be in it so you can actually enjoy it. Why don't you watch it for She-Hulk? Yeah. And not just wait for the cameo. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like the fact that... uh, I do like the fact fact that they actually know what they know what the writers are doing, and they they are definitely poking the bear at at people's expectations, <laughs> and that's why I'm sort of enjoying this uh, enjoy this episode. And where this episode was going is like I re- I did enjoy. It. I mean, how many times do we get get to see someone in in the MCU go to a wedding, and is part of the wedding party and and all that yeah. stuff. It's 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 um, it's like uh, it's like the normality of a character like definitely with Jen and how they're sort of dealing with uh, her life as as a She-Hulk. So this over overing the, the over arc of her character is her coming to terms of being a superhero, which is something that. We do see in like Marvel um, movies, which is like the first twenty minutes of the movie, and then from there, they're they're off and running. Where this one, they're sort of taking it slow, and I actually really enjoy that. And also the A plot and the B plot uh, fits well, and it's good. Like we do get more law, uh, a law procedural uh, in the B plot, but we also got something fun like a wedding. And how how do we do how do we deal with that? Yeah. And and yeah, I and sort of and the balance is is uh, really good as well between between both of them. And yeah, overall, uh, this is probably what's this episode six? It's probably mm, I don't want to say it's my favorite, but it's definitely up there. Nice. Of where the TV show uh, is, where my expectations of where the TV TV show should be, it should it should be like a little bit of lore and a little bit of um, uh, just world building within within the show, and also a sprinkle at the end of um, the overall 
you know, bad guy um, at the end that we we know it's going to happen in the last episode and yeah, uh, everything's going to be revealed and shit, shit like that. But at the moment, let's just sit back, relax, and enjoy Jen having a miserable time at one of her friends' weddings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 talk about that. Um, so, do we all hate Lulu, or do we just think she's uh, annoying? Yeah. Um, oh my god, I did not understand. Demanding. Do, yeah, <laughs> I uh, didn't like her character at all. But I, that's I, I get that's the entire reason she exists. Mm. Uh, she's not supposed to be pleasant. Um, and like, why she invited Jen? Like at first, when I was watching it, I was like. Ah, oh, she just wants She-Hulk at her wedding, um, but then you know Jen rocks up as She-Hulk, feeling you know feeling herself as She-Hulk like really for the first time, um, I think, um, and uh, loving it. And then you know Lulu's like, no, 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 you're not supposed to out- outshine me at my own wedding. Yeah. This is not cool. Um, but then, for some reason, when she's drunk later on in the episode, she forgets that She-Hulk is her friend. And she's like, oh my god, She-Hulk's at my wedding! <laughs> you know, I really wanted Madison to rock up and punch her in the face. Um, I would pay to see that. Um, just fucking Wongers in there with the uh, sling ring. That would have been great. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so the wedding, the wedding stuff was, was good. I really... I was very, I don't know. I liked the whole thing with Jen about how she was, you know, like I just said, she was finally feeling herself as She-Hulk, but mm. like the fact that she, you know, she wanted to be She-Hulk so she could feel special. Like she almost felt like she needed that validation from all these people she doesn't really know, to be honest. Um, that, you know, she's doing good in her life because she has superpowers and stuff. And that was, that was really interesting. But I suppose that kind of comes from, you know, the last couple of episodes where, you know, things haven't really been going well for Jen. So she's like, okay, I need to pick myself up somehow. And now she's kind of, she hulking. Um, and yeah, so I kind of like how they explored Jen versus she hulk in this episode in regards to, you know, how she feels about herself. Um, I thought that was really, really good. Um, Fulia, your thoughts about uh, Lulu and just Jen at the at this wedding? Ah uh, man, uh, when she just when she was saying that she was going to a wedding because she because she was invited by a a, a used to be friend that where they sort of lost lost touch lost touch. And then she gets invited to the wedding, not just as a guest, but as a bridesmaid. Yeah. That confused me. Like, who in their right mind invites an old friend that you haven't spoken to and makes them a bridesmaid? Someone who uh, clearly isn't a good enough person to to wait staff, let alone their own friends, as we see. I, I just, yeah. I like if she really needed a like a caterer or a, or a waiter, she could have just said something like at the start. But yeah. like bridesmaids aren't supposed like bridesmaids. Okay, here's the thing: I've never been a bridesmaid. Okay, uh, this is where I come in. Yes, that's right. Yes. Never have I. Br- the in br- real life. <laughs> 
bridesmaids are supposed to make the bride feel better. Yeah. Make and do sort of things for them, but not wait on them hand and foot. That's, am I right? Yeah, that, yeah. She was definitely, Jen was taken advantage of. Yeah. And I feel like it was partly because of her being She-Hulk, to be honest. Because, like, the other bridesmaids weren't being forced to, like, exactly. iron sheets. They, or, they still got the opportunity. Or partner up with a fucking chihuahua. They, they still like, got the opportunity to, you know, have fun with the with the bride. Yeah. What? I, think, I think Jen was, yeah. Was, Hence the, the name of the episode. episode. Just, Just Jen. Jen. <laughs> Yars. I I was so annoyed at at that whole scenario that I was just like, if that were me, I wouldn't have even accepted the invitation in the first place. Because I mean, I get that they get the whole you know you're being asked to be a bridesmaid. It's hard to say no, but if you haven't spoken to someone in such a long time, you don't feel. Um, that connect like that best friend sort of connection. How can you be a bridesmaid? Yeah, I don't understand how you could even like be part of that bridal party. I just I don't. Yeah, like I definitely Free agreed. With Ni- yeah, agreed with mm-hmm. Nikki when she was like, "You just say no." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I would have been like, "Thank you for the offer," but no, we haven't spoken Maybe. in a long time. Why are you? Or more, more so. Why are you even asking me? We haven't even spoken in such a long time. Yeah, yeah. Start there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Jen wants to wants something normal in her life because she's been dealing Probably. with like super, superhero stuff and something as normal and mundane as a wedding. She, mm. I don't know, she found the urge, but she, <laughs> but she wants to be She Hulk at, at the same time. So yeah, exactly. You bit know. of a balance there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, that kind of, that scenario really frustrated me. Um, so I didn't really like that. Um, but I sort of get why they decided to put Jen into that sort of situation. Um, and, and the, and the, I think the side story was the part that (laughs) really entertained me a bit more, um, with the, the case of the immortal, uh, husband that kept divorcing. Yes, we will. People, <laughs> we will get into that shortly. We will get into mm. that shortly. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, let's not skip ahead, Michael. Hello. Your 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 thoughts on on the wedding. On the wedding. On the wedding um, stuff. All of the wedding stuff. The A plot. Yes, I wouldn't have chose that color of uh, bridesmaid's dress. Yeah. Uh, Pink on green. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Especially pastel pink on green. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> weddings. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Um, it's sort of... A, uh, it definitely has sort of weird motives that that possibly would be explained later on because... Uh, there are there is some buzz on the uh, on theories on the internet of why is Titan- Titania there? What was this really a, a front for her to get back at Jen from previous episodes? So I think so. I maybe. don't think there's I don't think there's much more to Titania than the superficialness of her. Mm. 
Mm. Trying to get one up. Yeah. Uh, but decent fight scene. I like. Yeah, it was that, good. Though. It was very yeah. good. Especially when she ate shit. <laughs> yeah. Baby Funny. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, ugly dog. <laughs> really, really ugly dog. That really got ugly revived. Dog. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a weird comment to make. We revived him. What? What? He was dead? The dog was dead. Are you kidding? <laughs> that poor creature. Mm. Yeah. Can't really add too much because... Uh, I've been to a handful of weddings, but I've never really experienced it through the the me the, the unique experience of being a bridesmaid or even being a bride but i have been in a couple of bridal parties but yeah i'm like one of the one of the guys just playing mario kart <laughs> how come you crease your what how yeah, yeah. exactly how That's stupid and weird and that was weird yeah it's it's a heightened reality, and it's weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, man-children. Yeah. The man one thing children. I did enjoy, if I just go back to to that, the connection that Jen got to make with the one guy that was yeah. really sincere about how nice she looked. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Bit that sus. was nice. Yeah, but we don't want to think that. Just yet. Not just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just enjoy as while well we can. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and just let, have let Jen chats. have her moment. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, deserves until it. it really, until it really matters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Um, cool. All right. Well, that's that's the A plot. Yeah. Discussed. Um, the B plot. My favorite party episode as well. <laughs> I will say. Um, <laughs> Whoever Nikki is paired with is just the new iconic pairing yep. every time. I don't know what it is. Yeah. We didn't get um, Pug this time. No Pug, sadly, yeah. but we had Nikki and Mallory mm. um, working together on a on a divorce case. That was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, a character from Marvel Comics, Mr. Immortal, made his live-action debut in this mm. episode. From, uh, from the West Coast Avengers or I one of the so. Avengers? Um, Great Lakes Avengers. Great Lakes, according, according yeah. to Wikipedia, didn't even know that was a thing. Um, yeah, not even C, not even C rating. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like E E grade Avengers. Um, yeah, um, I I loved this story. I loved the idea of a guy who kills himself to get out of awkward situations. He doesn't like confrontation. He hates confrontation, and he. <laughs> He can't. He he's immortal. So no matter how many times you kill him, he comes back to life, and he just does it to like, you know, fake his own death, start a new life, marry someone else, and then rinse and repeat the cycle. I just it's it's kind of oh, like it's funny. As it's kind of like the whole wait a second, and then you leave the room sort of thing when yeah. you when you're in that sort of situation. <laughs> So like, uh, could you hold my beer for a second and then yeah. leave? <laughs> well, you know, if we're if we're combining both plots, death until you part. 
Yeah, till death so, do us part. Oh, well, well said. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so he died. So the marriage is null and void. So yeah, in his eyes, he's like, well, I technically died for like a few yeah. seconds. Yeah, in a legal sense, I was dead. Yes. Yeah. 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 You can sort was... of see. You can sort of see this, uh, like. Um, a Rick and Morty sort sort of <laughs> section. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's got kind of like that sort of Rick and Morty story. It's like, well, using your superpowers for your own advantage and selfish needs. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. also, yeah, it's just funny <laughs> watching funny. someone just just jump through a window. Cause, yeah, cause just it, just even even the uh, even the, even the argument that Nikki and Mallory were having with him, he just could not handle. He was like, "Nope, I'm not even married to you, but I'm out." <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was very very funny. Fuck <laughs> oh, the shit, I'm out. Yeah. Yep. Bye. <laughs> just yeets himself out the yeah. window. Uh, yeah, it was good. I really, I really loved. Um, yeah, that whole. That whole sequence and yeah, it's just seeing all the different, you know, partners he's had. Yeah. Over his uh career of uh, you know, misleading, um <laughs> and yeah. just chick- chickening out of things. The ones that are alive, that is. Yeah, mm. yeah, he's probably been doing it for, you know deca- many, many decades, years. hundreds of years, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Um, and I think one of my other favorite parts was like the way Nikki, uh, you know, because all the all the spouses were fighting over, you know, the fact that they shouldn't all get the same amount of money because they were all married to him for like a certain amount of time, or like you know some had kids with him, some didn't. I like the fact that we cut away and we come back, and then Nikki's like sitting down on the table and like, right, you get this, you get this, and you get this, and then you get a sincere heartfelt apology and 15 seconds of eye contact <laughs> which then is extended to 20, 20 seconds, seconds as soon as he complains about it i i thought that was absolutely fantastic yeah um, yeah yeah so good um yeah is there anything else folia you really enjoyed about i just this i also story? i also kind of i kind of liked when uh they're at the table with the partners and he just really wants to get up and leave and kill himself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then the, uh, you know, the other two are like forcing him to get back down into his chair. <laughs> it's like, you're not going anywhere. You're going to listen to every single one. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, that the people for me of that story, I think is kind of my favorite of this episode. And it was just the, the more entertaining, yeah, entertaining one. And I me. think I'm just really enjoying superhero law story stories. Yeah. Like they didn't even have to go to the courtroom. It was still good. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. Mm. Um, Mike, do you have any additional comments on the, uh, the B plot of this episode? Um, yeah, the same guy who plays Mr. Immortal is also in the book of Boba Fett. Oh, really? Yeah, he play- he plays the Twi'lek. Um, <gasps> oh, my oh. God. <laughs> I wondered where I knew him from. He looked familiar. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. 
Nice. <laughs> Once in Disney, always in Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cross pollination. Cross pollination. Yeah. Oh, thanks for pointing out. That's that's cool. Yeah. That's all right. He's good at playing a bit of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a comedic dick. A comedic dick, if you will. Uh, yes. A con dick. <laughs> good dick. Yeah. yeah. Good dick. Gotcha. Um, mm. Cool. Well, the one. One interesting thing about the B-plot and that I liked as well is the fact that it actually brought up the main... Like, it connected back to the main story. Mm. Um, and that, you know, the whole thing about this website intelligentsia. Yeah. Uh, which just kind of mm. sounds like the Marvel version of Reddit. Um, mm. But, like, maybe, like, a sub a subreddit of, like, just... The dark web. Yeah, badness. Um yeah, 4chan. 4chan. It's like, yeah, the 4chan of the MCU. Gross. Um, so, yeah, so that or was interesting. <laughs> to see how the, that Mallory and um, Nikki discovered that, um, yeah, there's a there's a whole whole bunch of angry white men out there that really don't like uh, She-Hulk and are trying to figure out how to kill her. And then the big question is whether or not that's connected to, which it seems it very much is connected to whomever is trying to get uh, Jen's blood, which we kind of get a glimpse of, sort of, at the end of this episode. Giant needle. Giant needle. Yeah. Could be animantium. It could be an adamantium, yeah. Needle or vibranium, maybe. Or vibranium. That stuff can yeah. pierce Hulk skin. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mediupium. Mediupium. I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, unobtainium. The, 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 James, <laughs> the James Cameron version. Unobtainium. Um, yeah, so that yeah. was cool. Um, I'm wondering if the last three episodes now are going to be like a, you know, a focus just completely on the main story or if mm. it's just, yeah, or it's going to continue to be these bottle episodes until the last episode who knows yeah but i i'm intrigued to see i wonder if um like the internet seems to be guessing that um this the, that the leader might be you know responsible samuel stearns who we found out is going to be in captain america new world order as one of the villains mm. might might be a thing i don't know that would be cool um but yeah yeah uh and then Poor bloody Nikki just being like, after Mallory's like, don't tell her. People want to kill her. Oh my God, Jen, I'm going to leave you a voicemail telling you people want to kill you. Oh, the intention was there, I guess. But yeah, (laughs) I don't know if she made the right choice. Yeah. Anyway, Fulia, your thoughts on how this is all connected? Um, well, I don't know how it's all connected, but... Uh, it's, it's gonna, I think the end of this series is going to get very intense very quickly. Um, and once we find out who the head honcho is of this whole operation, that's when it's going to get real serious. Um, and yeah, like, I feel like there won't be as much fourth wall breaks, I'd say. Later Close down the track, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. yeah. I, I reckon in maybe in the last episode, uh, we may not get one unless it's like 
one little bit at the end. Yeah. That we might get it. I don't know, depending on what the scenario is. Uh, but it just, it, it seems like it's going to get just real intense very soon. And that's, it's, it's a little scary. Uh, <laughs> but yes, um, hopefully Jen will come out of this A, alive, and B, also uh, not as much harm has come to her, hopefully. <laughs> so now we'll we go see. away for season two. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We shall see. Michael, your hello. Your thoughts on the way the episode ended? Intelligentsia. Intelligentsia. Yeah, which is a real thing from the comics. I um, figured it might be. Yeah, it's got. It's like um. Just a like a team of like bad people, you know, with the leader, uh, with Modok. And there's another guy as well. Egghead. Ah. Yeah, the character that uh, uh, Nicolas Cage wants to play. Yeah. (laughs) Which wouldn't be so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll take it. And it's kind of cool that they're sort of reimagining these sort of um, uh, comic... uh, comic, um, uh, things into like uh, uh, in today's audience understanding and yeah turn it, turn it into a, 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 an art post uh, th- thing with with men children and and people who complain about um, try to cancel She-Hulk which yeah yeah <laughs> speaking as a white cisgendered white man I'm very triggered. There's yeah. no there's no good white man in this TV show and I feel absolutely ashamed and affronted. When are we gonna have Charlie Cox? We 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 need Daredevil. Otherwise it's a bad T V show. <laughs> oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but stupid. I I do I am enjoying. I did enjoy the ending and how how it's sort of catapulting into what the TV show is going to be about and the big bad at the end and maybe Daredevil next week. We still got like- Frog Boy. We still got Frog Man to come as well. Come on, really Frog Man? <laughs> oh, yeah, Frog Man. There's a guy in a frog suit. Great. Yeah, can't wait. I'm excited for Frogman. And we haven't yeah. seen um, a new suit yet. The She-Hulk suit. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll the be a, a last episode reveal. They always save the new suit for the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. Like uh, Wonder Woman and her gold chicken outfit. Gold chicken. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fair at least enough. this one, at least this one expands and is uh, dual action. Yes, and fits quite well. Yeah, uh, looking forward to that uh, very much. Mm. Yes. Cool. So see see how her ass looks in that. Yeah, <laughs> get ready for some shulky ass. Um, mm. 
Okay. And on Death by Schnuster. Death by Schnuster. <laughs> and on that I didn't note, say it. What? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to bring it up every, every week. Death by Schnuster. Hey, Fantastic. hey. You're just speaking mm. the truth, man. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I know. Male gaze is a curse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Death by schnoo schnoo. Death by schnoo schnoo. Sorry right. that I'm a, a, I'm a red-blooded man. <laughs> yep. Who likes to imagine being crushed in between two thighs. Anyway. Death by Schnoo Schnoo. Okay, Death so. By on that wonderful note, yeah. uh, I think that might wrap up our conversation about mm-hmm. episode six of She Hulk. Yep. Attorney yes. at Low. Uh, just Jen. Just Jen. Just Jen. Just Jen, I suppose. Just Jen. All right, cool. Thanks for listening and watching. Hope you guys enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um. Before we get out of here, though, Folia is going to do some plug-in for a thing. Yes, so this week we have a new episode of the monthly Win Friends. Yeah, we do. Can't wait for that. Yes, excited. And we will reveal what it is when we find out. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, Folia, (laughs) but that's okay. It's okay. You'll find out on Wednesday. Yes, you'll find out with us on Wednesday. Yeah, it's kind of like we make it up as we go along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as if this isn't scripted. Wow. Shock. I know. <laughs> Shock and horror. Um, yes. New monthly. Stay tuned. Yes. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It will be up and available for listening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, let's end this episode so I can go die. Um, Cool. So. um, Jump out of a building. Jump out of a building (laughs) like Mr. Immortal. Um, Also, Radio Dada tickets are still on sale, guys. Go, buy, come watch us, be funny on stage at Melbourne Fringe Festival. Please. Yes. Yes. Go to Melbourne Fringe and find Radio Dada. Radio Dada. You can go to Melbourne Fringe uh, website, uh, the MC Showroom website, and also Writer's Block Theatre. Um, so, yes. Get your tickets. Come see us in person. Get your tickets. Yes. Do it. Yes. Do it. Shows are running from the 18th of October through to the 22nd. Yes. So, yes. the MC Showroom in Paran. Yes. Most excited about yeah. that. Can't wait. Very close. All right. Mm. Shall we wrap up? Yes. Shall we end? Let's do it. We let's shall. And that, and that was, was, a, a podcast was a podcast called, called Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Freddy Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Freddy Alien Productions. And if you're watching the video back, make sure to like it, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon to be notified of all future content. And we also go live over on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Freddy Alien Twitch. Do it. Do it now. I've been Kendall Richardson. I've been a fully account manager. 
And I've been a Magulista. They can't all be different and unusual and a Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you just, just experienced experience a, a podcast, podcast called Just Fred. Just Fred. Just Fred. Remember to eat your beef. Remember... Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and just Jen. <laughs> just Jen. Just Jen. Just, just Jen. Jen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Yes, and make Thank sure to you. look after yourself and your mental health. Yes. Later, gators. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. And...